Okay. Did you touch it already? Yeah, I touched it already. We're fully recording. So someday when we release the unedited cut of this, you'll hear me... Touching it? Yes, you'll hear me touching it. You want me to start a stopwatch here? Should we have an alarm? Let's no, not have an alarm. Let's not have an alarm. No, just have like a... a I can a, do a stopwatch and it'll do just show it. Yeah, that, that'd be good. That'd be good. Because we can cut all this out. Otherwise, yeah, right. you just hear me about touching things. Right. So. All right. Okay. All right, so here we are. Welcome, everybody. This is the inaugural. Inaugural. First ever, first annual, no, inaugural first ever podcast of the Three Brews Inn. I'm Josh. This is Justin. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> Not the best color man in the league for nothing, folks. Good work, Justin. So, yeah, this is our first ever broadcast, whatever. We don't know what the hell we're doing, so... Since nobody else has ever heard this before, we'll put down some ground rules right away and tell you about what we're all about. We are here to talk about brewers, beer, baseball, sports in general, boobs. Boobs. Probably boobs. Lots of boobs. Yeah. Um, we're at, again, three brews in, hashtag, at three brews in. We have follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, by all means. We currently have two Twitter followers. It's us. It's us. Both of us following. Um, so here's here's how we're going to do this. Um if you're looking for, I guess, great inside information, knowledgeable baseball talk, this is absolutely not the place to do it. Not going to happen. No, not at all going to happen. You can follow Tom Hadricourt or Adam McCulvey. I'm mm-hmm. sure they have their own podcast. This is not it. We're currently talking in my basement right now, getting drunk, and and, and we're going to talk about mostly the brewers and, and baseball in general. Right. This is basically uh, a podcast of what you and your idiot friends will talk about at work. Yeah. Essentially, it came about because we would simply do this at work, standing in the other one's cubicle, and we wasted so much time doing this. It's like, why don't we do this outside of work and put in a podcast where clearly everybody will enjoy it? Because our coworkers enjoyed it so much hearing Absolutely. us talk about this all the time. Yes. Poor, uh, 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 poor Olivia. Olivia, I'm, sorry, I'm Olivia. so sorry. Yeah. And of course, this conversation would only occur during scheduled break times, not oh, during certainly any not. Sort yeah, of we like never do this on work time. time. Don't think we're animals or anything like that. So right. the way that this is going to work: three brews in. Obviously, we're we're brewer fans. We're both from Wisconsin. We're going to be focusing mostly on the brewers, um, but we're at least have some sort of unique spin on this, I guess, in that we are currently through three brews in. We've each yes. drank three beers of a selected Wisconsin beer in this point. Right. We've each drank three. As we get going, or as we go through this podcast, we're going to drink three more. So by the end of it, we should be fairly... Six beers done. Shit, six beers done, yeah. Fairly shit-faced. So mm-hmm. shall we, Justin? Why don't we, we shall. crack this first one? And yeah, we'll get this underway. All right. You want to talk about our first beer tonight? You're the one that ch- that chose it. Yes. Yeah, I was honored to have the uh, the privilege of picking this first beer. I think because you won a bet, right? Or you no, lost I lost a, a bet, lost and, a bet. I, and I had to buy you a, a six pack of something. That's and right. So we yes. we went ahead and agreed that this first six pack of this podcast would be my payment to you. What did you lose? What bet was this? Uh, it was a work related bet on a Facebook oh, thing, and I had right. way way too much. Um, it, hope for society and <laughs> i probably shouldn't <laughs> that'll teach you yeah so of course i went to woodman's because that uh they they have like 
eight cases full of Wisconsin beer. And we figured if we're going to do this podcast based on the Milwaukee Brewers, and we're both from Wisconsin, we don't want to be highlighting um, like national beers, water beers. We don't want to be like everything that anybody could ever get. We want to make this fairly unique and, you know, beers that we haven't tried before, if we Mm -hmm. can, if we can go that route. So of course, you know, we start looking through this case and this one instantly popped out at me as a uh, phenomenal beer to start this uh, podcast with Mm -hmm. at door County brewing. You know, it's a door County is a, you know, a very, very dear place to both of us and, you know, vacation destination. And it's the thumb, the thumb of the mitten. It's the thumb of the mitten. And generally it's known for its wines and wineries, but uh, Door County Brewing Brewing is a fairly good brewing company. So we've been there. You and I have frequented that. We that sure place. did. Yeah. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. They didn't have this the time that we were there. No, this is unique. I wonder if this is new. It. I would imagine it is. But we would have drank it if it was there. Yeah, we drank everything that was yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we drank everything yeah, that was there. So <laughs> of course, you know, looking at this, it's a very uh, um, bright colored can. And it's it called bright. it's called League Night League Night Lager. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we start a baseball related podcast with a League Night beer that specifically says? And let's see if I can find this again. Uh, with Door County's love of local sports, uh, the games here have a small town quality and camaraderie for watching the game, celebrating the win, or enjoying your team. We created League Night. Super clean, crisp, and light. It finishes with a balanced, noble hop character. I am sure there is no other small area in the nation that boasts of the fact of their small town quality and camaraderie. Absolutely. No other nation, or no. no other place in the country would ever no, say anything like that. Probably not. You can't and, see the eye roll that I gave on yes, the podcast. Yeah. But, but, okay, so maybe there are one or two other breweries that may say that. They definitely don't include that they are the home to a number of leagues, including hockey and broomball, as one of the top uh, two. <laughs> it was number two. Yeah, it was number hockey, two. Broomball, <laughs> baseball, volleyball, bowling, and more. Volleyball. So they don't they don't put football in there, even though they're you know at the tip of Door County, you're about an hour and a half away from. I don't well, I don't know yeah, yeah, Title yeah. Town but, no, like no, no, this but, whole like Green Bay thing. Right, but look at what it says. We're home to a number of leagues. That's true. Including hockey, broomball. They don't have a football league. Nobody they don't has a local football league, do they? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think anyone has a local Maybe football flag football. League. Played by adults? Do you know any adult other than well, Sturgeon other than, Bay? Other Sturgeon than, Bay might okay, have Okay, I take that back. Other than like the indoor football, flag football where you get the total dude bros. We're like three years away from high school or college and yeah. you know, flamed out and they're trying to relive their That's their former glory and hey, let's go dominate the thirty five year old guys and Okay, I can accept that. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably not any football leagues there then. Yeah. But already we digress. We're God, we're way off several track minutes already. in Jesus. and we're already going off about dude bros and dude bros and football. Yeah. And yeah. So okay, the, so the getting back to the podcast, the disclaimers of this podcast is Again, we're not knowledgeable fellows. We're probably not going to be talking about war a whole lot and mm-hmm. anything like that. Basically, it comes down to we don't know shit. Right. We're going to fuck up a lot of things. Well, we're going to say fuck a lot, too. We're completely... Yeah. Don't listen safe. to this on your speakers at work. Or yeah, anything. yeah, don't Don't do anything like that. We can swear as much as we want. We, we, we're going to make constant mistakes. I still cannot pronounce the first name of the Brewers' new right fielder. 
of Advil, Advisiel, Avisiel, Avisiel, we can call him Avi. We're gonna call we're gonna call him Avi. We're gonna call him Avi, and we're gonna be fine with that. Yep. So, all right. Um, but yes, what what do we say? Totes woke. We ain't. We ain't totes woke. We ain't That's totes woke. For yeah, shizzle, so, but we will not be discussing politics. Right. No. Um, what else is on our no cover list? Is that it? Politics for sure is on our no cover list. Okay, so no politics for sure. I'm sure we'll get to it at some. There'll point. be other no no cover things, yeah. but politics is number one. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Let's get into the Brewers. There's really no, I mean, there's no baseball going on. You mind telling me what was on your Facebook memories that made me depressed and didn't even want to start yeah. this podcast today? Well, of course, I'd check out my Facebook memories to figure out, you know, better times back in the day. And my memories popped up today of uh, sharing a, a link to vote for uh, Jesus Aguilar as the write-in candidate uh, for uh, the All-Star game, which reminded me that right now would be that time period in which we would be preparing for the all-star game. God, that's so sad. It's ridiculously sad. So yeah. Uh, Yeah. If we get baseball this year, I'm not convinced that we're going to get baseball this year, but every finger is crossed, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen. Whatever. But yeah, we'll, we'll start our podcast in the middle of this wasteland that is COVID and fucking COVID. Anyway, takes away our baseball. Um, so but we can at least focus on the off season, right? Because they had an off season. It went all the way to spring training. All the moves were made. Trades were done. Released people were released. Players were signed. There that was, was even a, a draft. There was a well, a COVID affected draft. Draft dish. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's what we're gonna do. We're just draft. gonna talk today about the off season and the moves that the Brewers made and moves that the Brewers didn't make that we hoped that they would have. made made mm. so yeah so we'll start with what our departures the players that are gone departures departures the players that are gone and and just the players that that left by free agency not the ones that we've traded yet oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so release didn't sign non-tendered right what have you we'll get to the trades eventually uh, yes yeah okay so i mean the 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 big ones Right, Moose and Yaz. Yeah, okay. those are the those are the two that those are hurt. two big ones. Those are the ones that people got most probably annoyed about that we didn't resign, and right. I saw the most people whining about it and, mm-hmm. and all that. And so when 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 you look at what they, I I, I you you can't so you can't replace Yasmani Grandal. No, as a catcher, There's as simply, an everyday catcher, you can't as an everyday it. catcher you can't replace him. He hit a ton of home runs, walked mm-hmm. a lot did a lot of things that catchers, I don't know, maybe don't do. And despite what he did in the postseason against the Brewers, right. when he all of a sudden got the yips, yep. every other ball was past him and probably gave them one or two games just on the fact that he's blipping 93-mile-an-hour fastballs off his glove. Yep. So Thanks for saving us some money in that free agent contract. Yeah, yes. that That's actually a good point because if he had not melted down like that hmm. – there's he probably gets a three four year oh easily five five year deal and you almost see the Dodgers resigning him at that point he Who was replaced him oh damn that's a good question I have no idea but you're probably right yeah. they probably would have pointed up and brought him back but all of a mm-hmm. sudden you look at it and it's like okay is this is this Yasmani Grandal right because how many guys do you see that all of a sudden like 
developed this weird little tick. Do you remember Chuck Knobloch? Yes. You're like w- way back in the Yankees heyday. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden a second baseman can't throw it to first base. Right. And it like plagues him for the rest of his career. Right. So is now is that grand all, whereas mm-hmm. all of his other defensive stuff is fine. He's good, good behind the dish, whatever. But now he's got this span in the playoffs yep. where he's dropping games. Who knows if the Brewers end up winning that series. Is that something that, well, he got benched. He did get benched. He didn't play the last, uh, at least one of the last two games in the series. The fucking Brewers still, uh, oh, let's not go there. Oh, it's not what this is about. It's not what this so... is about. This is about the offseason. Sorry, just taking a drink. It's going to be a pause every once in a while. We'll go slug back. A... An ice cold beverage. Ice cold league night lager from Door County Brewery. Yes. Anyway, we'll talk about that beer later. We'll talk too. about that beer later as we get, you know, four brews in, five brews in. Well, we're we're on our fourth right now. It's going to take probably four or five for us to get a true sense of Jesus Christ. Is your wall coming down? That was my kids upstairs. We're in my basement. Oh, There's shit. yeah, I know. Sorry. Oh, it's going to take like four or five beers for me to get an accurate opinion of this thing well and so whenever i get like a new beer or order one at a restaurant or something i'll have like mm-hmm. two sips and my wife will wife will look at me and go so is it good i don't know i don't know i need at least like 72 ounces of this to figure well, out whether it's right good or not. because eventually i'll slug one down and right. take another one it's like well I, I i want more of this this is this is, or yep. i'm thinking what else is on this menu Right. Well, what, what, what can I switch to now? So if I'm if I'm you know three in and I'm like reaching for another one, it's like I may not be able to offer you an opinion on it mm-hmm. as far as like well the multi goodness of this is great. It has a fantastic aftertone, of citrus. Blah, blah. So like, no, I just want to get another one because it's get, getting me drunk and and I'm enjoying it. So right. yeah, we'll we'll get to that point and and whatever. But right, where was I? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. So what the what White Sox what signed him for what four years or something? Oh God, it was what was the the largest contract that they've ever offered a position player? No, that can't be right because they offered Machado. Ah, uh, that they signed. That they signed. That they okay. signed. Really, for a catcher who's how old? Oh, he's young, thirties at least. Right. Yeah. For a catcher. Yeah. So and that's I mean we all know what happened to like Joe Mauer when he got into his young to mid thirties. Right. So mm-hmm. so you're you're having to make this this long term multi year approach. You you have to sign him to multi years or you're not going to get him for a large amount of money. Mm-hmm. What in the history of Davis Stearns and the Brewers makes you think that they're going to commit that kind of money to an, an older catcher? It's never happened. Never never going to happen. That was not going to happen. And Moose is exactly the same. Now he's the one guy that. Yeah, okay. Yaz was fine, and it's a premium position for hitting. You know, you're not going to be able to replace that. But Moose was the guy. He had that sort of clubhouse feel. He had that massive hit in the in the um, NLDS against the, the Rockies. You yep. know, he seemed like a brewer kind of guy. Yes. You, you know, blue-collar kind of gritty, mm-hmm. whatever. But, again, the Reds offered him how much money like ungodly almost, amount was it 16 16 18 16 I mean, 18 million a year somewhere in yeah, there yasmani grandal signed for 4 years 73 million dollars which was no way. it set a new franchise record for total money in a contract really for the white sox the white sox total money in a contract i find that surprising it's crazy but there it is but there it is so that's what they would have had to top. 30 31 years old so he he's under contract till his thirty five season. Absolutely not. 
Oof. Absol- absolutely not. And, and the Brewers are better off for, for doing it. It's, the problem came when, when they – now all of a sudden, who do you have at, at catchers? You had like Manny Pena yeah. as your number one guy. And if anybody has ever screamed backup catcher, Manny Pena. it's Manny Pena, who's you know phenomenal defensively, but just don't hand him the bat you know, 120 times – 120 games a year. Yep. So – yeah, Moose's, Moose's contract is $16 million a year. It's four years, $64 million. Just no chance. Not going to happen. No, That's just not how, how David Stearns rolls. No. So they were never going to sign those guys. No. Fine. Okay. I, I'm fine with them leaving. It's a shame, but th- that, that was never going to happen. We can get over that. Right. So then you go to the pitchers. Well, let's move on to a couple of pitchers. Jordan Lyles, the second go around with, with the Brewers. When they, one of those weird, a fantastic, great, fantastic, down the, great. Down the, I like Jordan Lyles. Yep. But he's, he signed for two years, $16 million. Do you know that if the Brewers had matched that, that would have beaten the money that David Stearns has ever given a starting pitcher in free agency? Wait, two, say that again. Two years, $16 million. Let's just say the Brewers had given him that. That would have been the richest contract given by David Stearns to a starting pitcher. That's unbelievable. Do you know who the who held who that would have beaten under David Stearns? Yes. No. Ulysses Seen. Oh my gosh. Two years, fifteen million dollars. That was the biggest starting pitcher contract. Was like most money that he's ever given. Not the longest term, but the most money. Wow. Was Ulysses? How did that end? Yeah, he had. There was one good season. One good season, and then sure. that second season was atrocious. Right, it was bad. Right, which is probably what David Stearns thinks about when he's thinking, right. "Do I want to sign Jordan Lyles to a two or three year deal?" Right. Nah, I'm good. You know, pitchers of Jordan Lyles' caliber are replaceable by anyone in the anyone in what, out there. Yes, which we will get to in their signings because as you're scrolling through, you, there's somebody there who is remarkably similar to Jordan Lyles that they didn't have to pay that much money to and didn't have to give a two-year deal to. That's foreshadowing. Yes. That's a pretty good one. Thank you. Appreciate nice that. work. Nice yeah, work. That's why I'm here. Okay, so the other guy, <laughs> Drew Pomeranz. Drew Pomeranz. Drew Pomeranz, who comes over for Mauricio Dubon. As a part of that deal, and yes. It was, yeah, it was it was Pomeranz for, uh, Pomeranz and Ray Black. Yep. For Mauricio Dubon. Yep. And maybe somebody else was thrown in. I don't there remember. Was some other single A, 19 year old, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? Pomeranz got a four year deal. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's craziness. That's. For, Unbelievable. And there's no way they're they're signing him as a starter. No, no, that's as a late inning bullpen option. And how many four year contracts do you see to left handed relief pitchers? That's yeah, it, it's you bizarre. don't see it. I remember like so many people are shaking their heads about, oh, well, that's unexpected. Yes. And it, so so uh, again, Th- this isn't this isn't football. I mean, these contracts are guaranteed. Like you sign somebody for, for four years right. and whatever money you're on the hook for it. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can just cut it, cut bait after one year and it just sort of affects your salary cap number. Right? No, you have to you're pay this on out. the hook. Right? They release Shasin like how how long last year? And but yeah. they're still paying him. They're still paying seven and a half million for that year. And Ugh. right, you were on the hook for that. God, 
If we want, if we want to go back farther, Jeff Supon, but we're not going to mention the Supon name. That is not David Stern's fault. That's not David Stern's fault. As much as I like Doug Melvin, he resurrected this franchise, Mm. but that is not Matt Garza. It's just stop it. Sorry. Anyway, David Stern is not going to sign a reliever for four years. No, um, unless it's some. Unless it's a freaking closer for Christ's sakes. Right, Pomeranz is not your closer. No. No, he's not. It's mine. Anyway, that he was gone. I'm sure they would have loved to bring him back on a one year, two million something. Who? Oh, absolutely. Who knows? Of course, bring him back. He pitched really well for him, but they're not four years. So come on. Again, he becomes a player that uh, David Stearns has found replacements for. In any oh. in in all of his years, you've found a Drew Pomerantz type of player in that middle relief uh, area of the bullpen, yep. and for whatever reason, he's like a sorcerer in finding bullpen arms. Oh God, yeah, you, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So okay, goodbye, good riddance. Thanks for playing, guys. It was nice having you here. Right, Fat well, Elbers. We can lump in the Drew Pomerantz conversation, but with less effectiveness yeah. at the end of his career, at the end of his time in Milwaukee. He there there is a dime a dozen oh. Fat Elbers out there to, to pick up on the waiver wire. So I used to play in a fantasy uh, baseball league a long time ago that we had minor league uh, minor league system. Weird. Yeah, so we would have this major league system, and then we would have to, because you can't track that online, we have minor league players that we hold on to, and they couldn't have graduated into uh, major league status. And it was a whole big thing. Like, we could hold 10 minor league players. You might have a problem with fantasy sports. Shh, uh, we're not going to talk about that. Fair. But the the two um, like mainstays on my minor league team at the time, Giovanni Gallardo, who graduated and ended up being a very productive member of my uh, major league team, and Fat Elbers when he was a starting pitcher <laughs> for the that's Baltimore what Orioles. What you're bringing to the fight is Ivan Gallardo and Fat Elbers. Okay. Well, I mean there were others mixed in there too, but okay. those were the two that I prominently remember that were the like stalwarts <laughs> of my minor league team. So it was before his Brewer days. Way before his Brewer days, before he even he was. Uh, he was a, probably thin Elbers. Back he then. was a. Dud, yep. thin elbers in the minor leagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so Junior Guerra, happy trails. I might remember you in three years. Yeah, he was an opening day pitcher for one year, but so was Willie Peralta. So. Oh, God. Yeah, right, and you remember what happened opening day that yeah. completely derailed when he got out of the box? I think it was in Coors Field. That's where he yanked his calf. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. He was not an awful pitcher at that point. It was no. your, your your typical Milwaukee Brewer opening day. Like, right. well, your ERA is. He's a number three. The he's last number year, three in so. most. Yeah, he's in our most opening day. But, okay. yep, then he pulls his calf and everything goes to hell. So thanks for the time, Junior. You know, best of luck in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The next one bothers me. Not, not because they released him, but because they absolutely should have released him. That's Travis Shaw. Oh. Is there any more? Is there any other sport other than baseball in which you have no idea year to year what a guy is going to do? Gosh, Travis Shaw just raked for the Brewers for two years. Twenty-eight home runs. What you know? How? how? It was the steal trade of uh, Stearns' time. Yes, really? and it, it still is because they still they. You can't look back on that trade and say, well, it didn't work out well for us. Right. We gave him Tyler Thornburg, who maybe pitched three innings for the Red Sox. Maybe. Before his thoracic outlet 
thing. His body fell apart. His body fell apart, right. Not his fault, but no. we got Mauricio Dumont, Travis Shaw, and a couple other dudes right. who I, I don't remember. But So, yeah, yes, Travis Shaw, cornerstone, mm-hmm. doing great. And then he hits last year and hits, what, 180? Oh, it was bad. And even started a little bit before last year too. Like you, oh, he yeah. sort of trailed off at the la- end of 2018, and then 2019 was just this dumpster fire. So you, you can't predict that Mm-mm. kind of thing. Nobody predicted that. Mm-mm. So yeah, I mean, he signed with Toronto. Good luck. They had no choice in that. Hernan Perez, you know, always fun to watch him play or whatever. It right. Did well, but. Again, dime a dozen, right. and, and Stearns is, a, is a, like you said, a genius at replacing those kind of guys. Yep. Jimmy Nelson, did you hear what happened to him? No. Done. Really? He got hurt again for the what? Dodgers. Oh, God. Some kind of uh, some kind of arm injury, or a back. I think it's back injury. Oh, jeez. That's too the, bad. Yep. So I don't know, even know if he was added to their 60-man pool or whatever, Ugh. but th- what, a, what a tragedy that was that he went from uh lock ace for the brewers uh rotation for years to come mm-hmm. to sliding back into first base sliding and destroying that uh, that shoulder yep. and never be uh never being the same again never yeah what a what a shame for that guy and yeah he supposedly dealt with groin and <laughs> groin and uh, uh <laughs> back injuries in, God, in spring training the first sexual related joke that we make on this podcast has to do with a male's groin and not boobs. Very disappointed in us. This is not what our podcast will be about in the future. General listeners. Sorry. Anyway, Jimmy Nelson's groin. We could spend all day talking about the beautiful groin of Jimmy Jimmy Nelson. Nelson. Anywho, we digress. We digress yet again. Anyone else that left that's of interest in just purely walking away, purely walking away. No, no. No, I don't see it. No, I mean. So Moose and Yass are the big ones. That was never going to happen, though. No, and and quite frankly, uh, Yaz signing in the first place was kind of a shock. Right. It was surprising. We knew it was only going to be a one-year thing because he was going to produce and get himself a multi-year contract. Yep. Once he once he showed he wasn't the yippie guy that was in the, the uh, NLCS. Right. Moose signing for that second one-year deal was sort of a surprise because yep. we, nice. I mean, everybody anticipated he was going to get a long-term contract. Again, but that was, but, but that was a time when nobody was paying corner infield. No, they weren't. You remember even even a uh, solid third baseman. Yep, he came in through the clutch or came in uh, and 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 hit in the clutch. And from what we can tell, is an all-around decent human being mm-hmm. and good for a community. Uh, he does well for one season, and we sort of anticipated him moving on at that point. Right. And then nobody signed him. Right. And that gave the Brewers the opportunity they to sign him They just waited in the wings. Absolutely. Good that, for them. I I liked it. That was a good move. That made, move made me happy. That made me as happy as when I first saw that alert that they traded for him. Yes. Despite the fact, like, wait, we have a third baseman. Like, Travis oh, yeah. Shaw is like, what are they going to do now? Oh, yeah. And that's just Stearns going, hey, Shaw, I've never played second before but now you're a second baseman and that was kind, the, that was kind of the demise of travis shaw oh my god could that have something to do with it i don't think so i, don't I think, think travis either. shaw just what i mean it just because sort of the, the next year though they they they, right. they flipped it again they put shaw at third and, third and had moose, moose play and, second base and shaw just completely just apart. cratered yeah god it's so frustrating mayor of ding dong city that was it, a male mayor pop-up on third oh. base city 
Still one of my favorite bobbleheads, though. That was a really good bobblehead. That was good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, all right. Anyway, so moving on, trades. 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 Chase Anderson. I mean, we'll miss you when your 4.1 innings pitched and two home runs given up. I swear, if there was a start oh. that Chase Anderson had that he didn't give a home run or give up a home run, it was because he oh. only pitched for an inning and gave up eight runs. Right. And, and for some reason, it was there were no home runs. Wasn't he an opening day starter too? Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's the kiss of death for your pitching career is being an opening day starter for the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, outside of uh, oh. Ben Sheets, who did it like perennially. Right. Well, Grinky was Grinky had to have been right. Grinky uh, was one. He had to have been. One. He was Grinky was, but I mean, he only stuck around for the rest of his contract. He didn't sign a new contract with the Brewers. No, he didn't even stick around at the end of the contract. He got traded. He did. He did. Right. He came. Yeah. So it was just that like, one he wasn't, day. And, yeah. Right. He didn't have time to get cursed. I guess maybe that was the deal. Maybe that was it. Yeah. So he got moved on to Toronto. Toronto for Chad. Spangenberger, who is not the other like Spangen something or another. Not Corey Spangenberg. Spangenberg. Pant Spangenberger. Is it burger or Spangenberg? Spangenberg. I think it's Spangenberg. Because this guy's the burger. We. No, he's not a. Oh yeah, he's a burger. Yeah, he's a burger. He's the burger. I think it's Spangenberg. Yeah, Corey Spangenberg. Whatever. Well, I told you it took me a long time to figure out like why are we trading for either the somebody same that's guy on the same team or his brother. Yeah. Like, but then it's like no, they pronounce and spell their last names differently. Yeah. Okay. So, seriously, not the same guy. Who uh, have you looked at his numbers? The no, Spanberger guy. He's, I don't think he's ever gotten out of Double A. He's is a it, first baseman outfielder. It's the equivalent of what Chase Anderson is in the major leagues. I think so. A like middle, low batting average, hit some home runs. Yeah, I, you whatever. know, whatever. Maybe his depth. Who knows? Never been past Double A. What are we going to? We're not going to see him. Certainly not this okay. year. I don't think he's on the sixty man. Oh God, there's no, no way. There, it, it can't be. No, he's not even on the. He's not on the forty man. And I think most of the non forty man roster people that are on the sixty man are uh, the non roster invitees from spring training, or they're like high end prospects that they just want to get playing baseball with the pros and whatnot. Okay, yeah. So Chad Spangenberger is not Spangenberger. Spangen Spanberger. Spanberger. Well, because I'm just. Mixing the two of Whatever. them together. Whatever. We're, we're he's, now four we, in. we don't care because he's not going to play. He's not going to play. No. What? 2021, maybe. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe. If because he's on a roster, one of the minor league rosters. Well, right. And we're, we're, we have no first base prospects past next year. <sighs> we'll get into that. Okay, okay, okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. So the Seattle trade. Seattle trade. I love that trade. I really like it a lot. So do I, because the 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 the, the big rub against letting Grandall go mm-hmm. was a Pena's not an everyday catcher, right? And two, there's nobody even close in free agency for for catchers, right? Nobody's even close. Nobody close in free so agency. So you are. So what does Stearns do? Is he just goes out and makes a little deal for one of the top upside? Offensive catchers, right? In baseball, I, was, I I never fucking heard of the guys out on the West Coast. Like, well, Omar because Narvaez. they start playing games and we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It took my playing of MLB the Show 
to yeah. learn how to pronounce his name correctly. Omar Navarez. No. Shit. Narvaez. 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 Oh, wow. Right. You can't be four brews in to yeah. pronounce that correctly. Right. Don't start time. pronouncing names when you're when you're four, four brews in. That's not going to work. So they flipped him for some single A pitcher in, in the in the pick, which, from my understanding, is probably the best part of that. Is this the pick, pick was I yeah have. competitive balance pick round B? I mean, so we're looking at maybe somebody that ends up in the majors in yeah. four or five years. Maybe fine. Okay. I I don't care. Okay. We needed a we needed a fucking catcher. Right, there's literally no one out there. You got a really good one because Pena can't play every day, and no. your other option is what? Jacob Nottingham. Oh God, no, no, don't no, do no. it. I don't even remind me of that trade. So okay, so now Narvaez comes in, who sucks behind the plate by all accounts. However, mm-hmm. now suddenly you have the DH. Will there be times when Narvaez is your DH? Many Pena's behind, the, behind the plate. Yeah. Oh, it could God. very well happen. Absolutely right. So you got your defensive catcher, you've got your offensive catcher, right. definitely done by David Stearns. Yes. And well, and and this isn't just some like molt behind the plate either. He can he no. can hold his own. If we've seen anything with MLB in the last five years, is that offense wins championships. So that I mean, if you have a functional catcher, that's all you really need as yeah. long as he can hit the ball. And from all accounts, Omar can hit the ball. Right. Yes. So. Are you refilling? Do you need another? Yeah, we should probably refill at this point. Okay. Do we want to pause? Is we this, should give is this, this what a you pause. Do? Is this what you do in podcasts? Is I, pause? You know what? Now I we think. Cue the music or something? I think in real, like, professional podcasts, they just. We've been talking for half an hour. I think I in thought real. thought you were supposed to start a. Yeah, I did, and then I stopped paying attention to it. That's awesome. Nice. So. Work. This is the quality you're going to expect from three brews in. Right. I, I th- Okay. So, so we're, we're, we're back, and this is a. Oh, nice work. Um, so this is a indicative of how professional this podcast is. Literally, as I was hitting stop on the record button, my wife came down, barged in to the li- or into the basement to get me to stop to pull up a recipe that she needed that was on the laptop for the computer that I'm using. Uh, we're gonna need like a no girls allowed sign in the absolutely. Door that, that's this. ridiculous. This is, so unprofessional on her part. It's so bullshit. I'm down here solving the world's problems. This is my basement. You should know well, the I recipe by heart anyway. This is my this is my basement. Right, right. Your basement. basement. Your basement. To get an enchilada recipe off of my if off of her <clears throat> laptop, I'm using her laptop to I mean, realistically, she should know all the recipes by heart by all the time that she spends in the kitchen. So <clears throat> the the opinions uttered by Justin are not necessarily those of the podcast and Three brews in. Yeah, there's a reason why I'm in the situation that I'm in right now. <laughs> you don't have that problem with your wife, do you, Justin? <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> so, Luis Uria. All right, yeah, Luis Urias. All right, yeah. You messed up his name, too. Well, so. I'm five beers in now. Five <sighs> oh, brews in. Hold on. I have to get it off of the crab and shrimp enchiladas recipe and get back up to the... Did you just say you had to get it off? Just shut up. Hold on. All right. Omar Narvaez. No, we went to him already. We, we did talked him about already? him. Well, we well, did yeah, Omar We were talking already. about catchers. Jesus. How much did you drink before we the still... five beers? Well, we passed through that already. <laughs> we talked about all the catcher shit. 
it's it's time to move on to move on our to new the, shortstop to the big trade to the new shortstop to the new shortstop Luis Urias 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 I don't know until, Urias? until Brian Anderson pronounces the name yeah I at can't this... say for sure that it's the official no. way to pronounce it and the thing is I wouldn't even trust um any sort of national anything that I heard on that because no. do you remember when those dipshits were were doing the the Brewers in the NLDS when they're playing in Colorado oh, and they constantly God. messed up Jesus Aguilar yeah Aguilar whatever I mean yeah. it was like I don't they weren't even close I can understand messing up Aguilar and Aguilar mm-hmm. and it was a you know is it like it, it was, was they were butchering it there was a genie in a bottle and that was not the genie that we were supposed to be talking about what what Christina Aguilera. Oh, Aguilar. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh nice. Yeah. Went right over my head. I'm sorry. Well, anyway. Doesn't take much. So, Urias, Urias. Urias, Ure- Urethra. Urethra. I don't care. You Whatever. know what? Whatever it is, it's not going to be a 198 batting shortstop. Are you sure? <sighs> no. He was, so, so Urias was consistently in the top. 10 top, top he 20, was top he was a top prospect he was a top prospect right mm-hmm. now something i saw earlier like well the padres kept accumulating middle infielders ahead of him which may made you think that he was yeah maybe they're not as high on him as everybody else i don't right. care because doesn't matter. it doesn't matter because what we have in orlando arcia god he's a plus plus defender that lets you down when he gets at bat the, yeah. Yes, he makes those those crazy cool plays. But again, without getting into the analytics, right? They say he's an average to slightly above average defender. He makes these wild, spectacular right. plays sometimes. It has a cannon for an arm, but is not necessarily your lockdown defender. It's true. In his like World War II numbers, he was slightly under. Uh, he was like a negative. What do you mean, like the old way of? No, I mean, no, like his the war thing that they keep talking oh, about. I yeah, assume, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I assume it has something to do with Germany, but I, I'm not 100. Oh, you're probably positive. right. Like going to play yeah. baseball to like go into war and maybe I don't know. Whatever. We're five. We'll we're five bruises. So yeah. we're five bruises right now. Okay, so okay, so so they dealt away Zach Davies and Trent Grisham. I hate seeing right. Davies go. Right. I like Davies. I like, I like seeing him pitch. He's, he's a pitcher he is a pitcher right he's not just a let's throw the ball 98 miles an hour 99 miles an hour past people he doesn't have this overwhelming arm he's not this big imposing guy on the mound right but he hits his spots yes he is a pitcher's pitcher yeah exactly change ups curveballs locations two seam fastballs right loved watching the guy pitch it was fun when he was on Mm because he just made people look dumb right so, but again, he will never be anything better than a number three, number no. three starter. He's no. just not that he's not to, he to, the, to have his kind of stuff and to be a top of the line starter. You have to be at the Greg Maddox type. Yes. And, and he's not. And he's not. And he's, he's not. Because year to year, start to start, you never are quite sure what you're going to get from from Zach Davies. You always knew that you were going to get a dependable start that will be somewhere in that ends up at three to five ERA. He's yeah. that middle of the yep. uh middle of the rotation guy. Right. So so they they 
Let me talk about Trent Grisham right now. So they flop him for um, what's his name? Eric, Eric Lauer. Lauer. Eric Lauer, who's younger, more control or uh, more controllable years, right? Than Zach Davy has, and you know wh- whatever he's got like part of a year under his belt. Who the hell knows what what he's going to be? It doesn't matter when you're a starter in Milwaukee. You may right. be you're one of eight starters in Milwaukee. Absolutely. So fine. They dealt Grisham, who. I really think they sold high on Trent Grisham. He ab- uh, absolutely sold high. Because there was no way he was uh, he wasn't on the major league radar when that no. season started. No, and there was he, he started off the season in uh, in the minors very high. He was crushing the hell out of the ball, right. and they gave him a chance in the majors. And if we've seen this over and over and over again in the majors, it's that you get this new person up there that nobody knows how to pitch to mm-hmm. yet, and he just crushes the fuck mm-hmm. out of the ball. And he was good yes. in Milwaukee. It wasn't like he was he wasn't carrying great. the offense. He wasn't great. No, but he had this this meteoric rise through, right. the, through the high minors at the end, mm-hmm. and they rushed him to the bigs, and then he... Then the game in the Nationals, and the ball got passed. And, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't want to... I don't want to... We digress. Yank my throat out. Let's not talk about that. that. So they sold high on him. Fourth outfielder, maybe at some point in his, you know, I, I don't think he's much more than that. I mean, if he is great, seems like a nice guy, and and we missed on him, fine. But I don't think you, you traded away some valuable blue chip. Could very well be the twentieth best right fielder or center fielder for some. You know, in 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 the league, he could yeah. very well be that bottom half guy. Yeah, yeah. So fine. I'm okay. No problems. But you bring back a controllable young arm, mm-hmm. which the Brewers love because they don't have any money. You got to have controllable people. It's right. fine. And maybe he blossoms into something and becomes a trade piece or or whatever at some point. Great. Urias. What worries me about Luis 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 Urias, Luis Luis Urias is that he's the um. He's the Lewis Brinson. Oh, oh, yeah. You know? Because he, he's never really shown great yeah. numbers in the majors. And he's got a sample size. He does have a sample size. The 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 thing with him is he's that middle middle of the diamond player yep. that if the Brewers hit on him, if he ends up being a stud, that he's a piece of your franchise for years to come. Right. If he flops, he is another Orlando Arcia. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, again, you know, what did you give up, I guess? I mean, Davies will continue to be a solid three, and Grisham turns into a you know what? This is a six hitter. In this a is a classic sell high, buy low right. prospect. Because they got younger, and they got more controllable years out of the players they got back. Yep. Which, again, you have to do in Milwaukee – when you can't go out and buy players, you have to get those young, controllable guys. Yep. Like the trade. I'm good with it. Totally on board with the trade. Absolutely. Okay. So, what, we're on to free agent signings now? Yeah, there were some trades and claims that are inconsequential in there as well. But well, I don't want to spend time we're talking about Ryan Healy. No. Or is he, a, is he a free agent signing? Ryan Healy was a free agent signing. I even know who For he is. one year and oh. $1 million if he makes the So majors. you know how well he was thought of. Anyway, so guaranteed contracts. Guaranteed. How are we going to say this? Are we going to say Avi Sail? Avi, Avi, Avi you know what? Avicio? I'm, I'm going to go Avi. Avi Garcia. Let's just say Avi, just Avi. Because someday when this is huge and we have him on the show, yeah. he will be like, 
super pissed and at us. For I, I think up people his name, call right? him Avi. Avi. No, so, no, no. That's one of his uh, his nicknames on Baseball Avi? Reference is that and um, Mini Miggy. Mini Miggy, I like that a lot. Swear to God, I don't know why, but whatever. It's Mini Miggy, so we can go Avi, Avi or Garcia. Mini Miggy. We're gonna go Avi Garcia. We'll go Avi Garcia. Okay, yeah. so Avi Garcia, two years, twenty million dollars. Great contract. Corner outfielder, two years, ten million bucks a year. Great That's contract. not bad. Not not for what he did last year. Right. He was on a prove it contract himself. Right. With Tampa. Right. And he he proved and, and he that he's a he's a very good player, and mm-hmm. he he did another shorter contract Ooh, to show yeah. that. Hey, you know what? If I bust my ass for another two years, I show the good numbers that I had for another two years. Right. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna sign for a five-year, one hundred million dollars plus contract. Yeah, probably. If he, he's got to have a big year for that, he'll have I a couple. Of, if he has a couple big years, you. I mean, he'll make fifteen to twenty million dollars a year. You think so? Is he I that kind so. of player? I think so. He's well, not gonna whatever. He won't get it from us. Well, hell no. no he's, so there's two years and twenty million dollars that he's gonna and, play in Milwaukee. Oh, so here, here's. The interesting thing. So when you when you went into the offseason, what is the one area of the team you didn't really think needed a free agent upgrade? Uh, the outfield. The outfield. The outfield. Just like when they signed Kane and traded for Yelich. Yeah. You remember when we thought that the Brewers had this solid, young, upcoming outfield like Domingo Santana, Lewis Brinson, mm-hmm. and Braun? It's like, okay, this is this could be a solid outfield. Nah, Serger said, fuck it. I'm going to go sign Lorenzo Kane. <laughs> yep. And then traded for Christian Yelich. Oh, and yeah. Went, Holy mother of God. On the same day. Oh, my God. On the same the fucking day. That may be the greatest, like, off-season day of my life. Yeah. For the, for the, that was amazing. When, when uh, I mean, we were sitting at work when this happened because Mm-mm. we were, yeah, Mm-mm. we were at training. I saw oh. this pop up on my phone, and the, the two notifications that said, the Brewers have uh, signed Lorenzo Cain. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, and we were talking about that for about 15 minutes until the next notification came through that the Brewers traded for Christian Yelich. God, that's unbelievable. I don't remember anything that we trained about that day. No, why would you? That was the only thing of important that day. Right. And I remember thinking, this is one of my first things that crossed my mind, other than the sports stuff, is I, I knew someone about Christian Yelich and who he was. And all that. Mm-hmm. I also knew his mom is hot as fuck. Yes, she is. Oh, my Lord. And you know what? It, Hello, it's Mrs. Become- Yelich. Yeah, it's become a point now where the moms of the players are like our age. Isn't that sad? It's horrible. Well, you're I don't, worse than you're. You're younger than I am. I I'm am younger than well you. older than you are. I so you are just getting into that. What's yeah? What's his? What, what does his mom, mom thing like? you speak of? Yeah, uh, because it used to be like the players' wives or the players' girlfriends, mm-hmm. but now they're all like 21, 22 years old, right. and that's not like my age group anymore. Right. Yeah, now you got to look to the moms. And if we're gonna if we're gonna Which, go ahead and satisfy the the uh, the preamble to this podcast, her her boobs are nice. Oh, I, I'm just saying nothing wrong with what I've yeah. I mean, we haven't mentioned boobs yet, so we haven't mentioned boobs yet. That's bad. Well, the first Christian time we Yelich's mentioned moms, Christian Yelich's moms. Yeah, well, Let's we'll put this. This will be do, a trivia uh, question yeah, later on. What we could do a lot worse than the first boobs we mentioned being Christian Yelich's mom's boobs. That's accurate. I'm fine with that. That's accurate. I'm very fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay with anyway, that. where were we? We did not think that the outfield needed an upgrade no. to Avi Garcia, and yet they went and did it. They upgraded it. Because they knew that Braun needed to get moved out of the outfield. Yes. This was not going to happen. He started getting phased out. Yep. So now you have an outfield of Yelich, Kane, and Avi Garcia. Right. Which is 
awesome. That's a great outfield. I like that. I'm outfield really excited a lot. for that outfield. So now Yelich is playing left. Yelich is playing left because Garcia is playing right. A right fielder. Yep. Boy, that's weird. To that's me. really weird. And uh, Avi can play some center field too. So if if Kane oh, really? needs if Kane needs a day off, which he will. Yeah, Avi can go into uh, center, and then you've got either the switch center. to have Braun go over into left, or you can play... Uh, really, Justin? Jesus Christ. Really, Justin? See, what happens is I don't... <sighs> see, my iPad and my phone are connected, and I'm getting a phone call, and I muted my phone like a normal human being, but apparently I don't know how to do that with my <laughs> iPad. <laughs> And now anyway. I was just sitting here, and the person that's calling me is staring at me, and I can't stop that because I don't know how to do that on the iPad. Who is it? Oh, we want to talk about it. <laughs> have you been married to this person in the past? Possibly. <laughs> and we have our first guest appearance on <laughs> the Three Brews In podcast. It's Justin's estranged wife. Suddenly, I feel like I need to take a shit. <laughs> All right. Have we talked about Avi Garcia enough? Yeah. We like the signing. It's ben Gamble can fill in. That There's like something ben in there Gamble's with Ben Gamble. That's a fourth outfielder. Yeah. I actually, I, it's a perfect role for Ben Gamble. That was another role. trade at the time I was really yes. kind of pissed off about. Yep. Actually. Like, really? We got Ben Gamble back for Domingo Santana? Yeah. He was so much when a, you look at the two of them, we're like, oh, what, the, what the hell uh, is that? Excuse nice, me. Nice work. You you look at it and you say, okay, so we essentially got a downgraded outfielder. But what happens in reality is that he's more versatile than Santana was yes. in the outfield. Right. He was under control for longer, and yep. yeah, yeah, I like yep. it. So many people were pissed about that. Like, where the hell is Ben Gamble? And I was one of them. Like, who the hell is Ben Gamble? Right. He's one of those guys that come from Seattle. And how much attention do you pay? How much time do you spend reading blogs about the Seattle Mariners? Right. And naturally, the name Gamble sort of gives this oh. chill, oh. like uh, ice pick in your medulla oblongata yep. type of reaction oh when it God. comes to. Oh, Gamble's in in the right, and you're of course talking about Matt Gamble, right? Yes. Now Matt Gamble's claim to fame, the biggest accomplishment he ever had in Major League Baseball was having one T in his name. Yes, M A T. M A T. Gamble. So I put it to you: What were his parents thinking when they didn't name Ben Gamble B E N N Gamble? And that would have given him the great nickname of Two N Ben. Do you realize what this is the type of this? content that you are getting at this podcast? You're not going to get that anywhere. You're not going to get that anywhere else. To end Ben. To end Ben. I love it. They missed the boat. They missed an that. opportunity. They missed the boat. We you, should you, probably let them know that they missed the boat on this. I'm sure we can tweet at Ben Gamble's parents and say, nice Hashtag work. Ben Gamble's mom. <laughs> While we're on the subject of moms, why not? To end Ben. And Matt with one T. T. I don't understand it. Anyway, yeah, that was a disaster. He was supposed to be Prince Fielder's replacement, by the way. Christ. Where that, right? Anyway, moving on to the next signing. I'm going to piss. You got to take a leak? Yeah. All right, hold on. We're five beers in. Five beers in, and we are nowhere near done with this first episode. You guys are in for something special as this continues on. All right. That was better. We both use the bathroom. Good for us. Feeling better now. A little bit. 
was a long time waiting for you to get out of that bathroom. I had a lot of urine. <laughs> Again, content you're only going to get at this podcast. <laughs> All right. So the next signing. Josh Lindblom. The next signing. That is now the longest contract. Yes. That David Stearns has ever signed a free agent starting pitcher. To. That's crazy. Wouldn't it? figure that it is a guy from Korea. It is from Korea. <laughs> a 32-year-old guy from Korea, which, mm. by the way, Eric Thames also signed for three years out of Korea. Yeah, the first two years of that contract was nice. Yeah, that was fine. He did good. The first, well, the first three months of it was phenomenal. The best. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, it was talked about that they should, like, deal him, like, right then and there in those three right. months. And they probably should have. Not that they were ever going to. You could never do that. No. But. Looking back on it, yeah, you probably should have at that point. Right. But we were looking at done. three years and just over nine million dollars for Josh Limblom. For Josh Limblom, so love it. Even even if at best he contract. is a number four or number five person in your rotation, yes. that's cheap. Three million bucks a year to have million. an end of your rotation starter. Oh, and and he from what his numbers were in Korea. Okay, it's Korea. It's yeah. not the talent that there is in the United States. However, even if he is at tops, a middle of the rotation pitcher at yep. three million dollars, that's a steal. A- absolutely. The best part about Josh Limblom. Hold on, as I scroll down, he was is his the, mom hot too. No, I, could very well be. Well, oh. he's thirty-two. So you're in the range where you could still ogle his wife and not feel like weird. That's about true. It. I could ogle yeah, his you're, wife. You're totally fine. Yeah. Let me find what it was. He won the MVP of KBO. Like KBO. KBO two years in a row. Okay. Now, do you know what that is called? The MVP of the KBO leagues? Yes. No. Choi Dong won. Sweet. He won consecutive Choi Dong one. It has the word dong. It has the word dong in it. Yeah, that will that will be his greatest accomplishment. He's got two massive dong trophies sitting on his mantelpiece right now. He's got two massive dongs on his mantle. He has two massive dongs on his mantle. And he could forever say, I won the dong. I won the dong. Twice. You can't take that away from him. He got DP'd by the dong. (laughs) Justin Smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I want to win a dong. We go from two dongs to a smoke. (laughs) So now we're smoking. We're smoking. Okay. All right. All right. No. Just, just for a minute, Josh Limbaum, 32-year-old starter, apparently picked up a splitter he over did. in Korea and deep-delved into the the analytics side of it, which, shocking, he's, shocking. he's a match for, for David Stern. Suddenly, he's a brewer. That <laughs> is completely shocking to me. Right. So whatever sort of mathematical sorcery he's working on, on hitters mm-hmm. is working just fine in Korea. It, it He strikes me as the – well, the, the Cardinals hit on Miles – uh, Mikolas, yes, who came it's from somewhere weird overseas, Afghanistan or, or yeah, something. exactly, in the, the Afghani baseball league, right. whatever. Yeah, Afghanistanimation. They, oh, I, okay, <laughs> but they hit on him. If if they if they hit on Limblom, great. If they don't, who cares? Right, it's three he, million a year. It's three million a year, and he's. I mean, realistically, you're not going to find a 
number four, number five starter in uh, American free agency, oh, MLB free agency, right. that you can pay $3 million right. to. This is a contract that is welcome. You did your you did your job over in Korea. You got a major league contract again. Yep. We're going to pay you uh, just over $9 million. Yeah. And, and you'll never have happens. to work again once you're done with that three-year contract. If right. you don't want to, fine. Right. Yep. Enjoy it. And which you know that the Brewers were not the only team that was like at least scouting him. I, I can't believe for a second that, that his decision to go with the Brewers did not have something to do with the fact that they're huge in the analytics. Right. I love the analytics. This is a team that allow me to delve into that and not have some grizzled pitching coach, Dave Rigetti type who, right. you know, nothing at Dave Rigetti. I don't know. Maybe Dave Rigetti was in the name. Whatever. But you know, your old school, Pitching coaches sort of like, no, no, you got to throw a – can't yep. throw a split or anything but 0-2. Like, well, no, they got to look show Whatever. So they're, they're on board. I'm sure they're going to let him do what he wants to do and whatever. So I'm sure that has something to play into it. So welcome, yes. Josh Limblom. Good for you. Justin Smoke. Justin Smoke. This one intrigued me a lot. Yes. Is he a lefty or a righty? I believe he's a left-handed hitter. He's a left-handed hitter. He's a left-handed hitter. Right-handed thrower. So, Eric Thames. Eric Thames. They paid him one year. One year. $5 million. Right. With a club option. With a, right. So, they can have him for two years if they want. Right. So, Eric Thames' contract called for this year $7 million, $7.5 million. Yes. Okay. So, on the surface, they saved $2.5 million. Yes. But they bought out Thames for $1 million. Right. So they essentially traded Smoke for Thames and saved a million and a half dollars. So they must figure yes. that Smoke and Thames are the same player. Yes. Right? Has to be. Kind of low average, hopefully hit some bombs. Yep. And apparently, again, the analytics say that Smoke's numbers should be a little higher. His contact, exit yeah. velocity, blah, 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 whatever. Again, there, there, there's a reason that Stearns did that. Yes. So they must be high on smoke for some reason. I don't know what it is. Again, he played in friggin' Toronto and, again, Seattle. I think smoke's a Seattle guy. He is. And Texas, I believe. I think yes, it was in Texas yes, beforehand. Right. Yes, yep. that's right. So well-traveled, yep. whatever. He's going to play first base for us. He is the left-handed bat platoon at first base. With? With Ryan Braun. Braun? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, right. And well, and that was I, I believe that was the plan before this whole DH thing in the National League came right. because of fucking COVID. Right. Right. It was gonna be smoke and brawn and yep. now you'll see more brawn doing the DH. You'll see more, more brawn. You probably see another one of the the pickups for the Brewers uh spelling oh, with crazy. with smoke <laughs> with uh, Logan Morrison. Right. But Logan Morrison's a lefty too. Like Morrison and Smoke are the same kind of guy, aren't they? Was Logan Morrison's uh, um, batting against left-handed pitchers better than Smoke's? You're asking the wrong dude. I I don't know. That's a good question. I you I know what? Know. I I thought there was something in there that was going to help out. Maybe Logan Morrison does more of the DH type of thing, and um, Braun and and Smoke spell each other at first. Well, you know, Stern's just f- sitting there with his calculators oh, and his yeah. graphs. And There's his pie a whole bunch of nerd shit going on there, and doing all that. Uh, and, you know, well, we'll get a greater whip with uh, spray chart. Some but... chick from Tinder. <laughs> spray chart. Speaking of moms, uh, moving on to Brett, Brett Anderson. Anderson. He's the other guy Anderson. earlier 
that I was talking about replaced Jordan Lyles. Yes. He's the guy that you get similar. And I, again, coming from the West Coast, knew nothing about Brad Anderson. Brad Anderson, I really liked him because there was a, there was a time there where I was big with the uh, A's rotation. That was uh, Barry uh, Barry Zito. He wasn't around with Barry Zito. He wasn't, but it was like one of the like replacements with Barry Zito when oh. he was leaving. Brad Anderson was coming up, and it was he, he was, was one a of the Moneyball guys. He like, was a highly touted major or a minor league player that uh, made it into the big leagues, and you know had some. Decent years, but never lived up to the expectations that were there. Okay. All right. So now he is what he is. He's not he going to like blow the doors off and suddenly blossom into whatever. No. He's your Jordan Lyles replacement, three or four start spot starter, which yep. we seem to be seeing about every starter that the Brewers have, yes. except for the one that we'll get to eventually at someday. some point. But, but they have a lot of three and four, possibly five starters. But yeah, he's that guy, one year, $5 million, zero risk. Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting with him. Right. I have no problem with that signing at all. No, I like it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a depth it's a depth thing in the rotation. Mm-hmm. The the Milwaukee Brewers are built on not having a five pitcher rotation, but you need eight or right. nine good arms. Right. And if you need to fill that with a whole bunch of threes and fours, it is what it is. You're never gonna you're never gonna get the you know, $25 million a year, the $20 million a year pitcher Not at the in top Milwaukee. of the rotation. Not in Milwaukee. Not in Milwaukee. So you're going to fill your rotation full of solid two, three, four, five rotation players. Yeah. And, you know, the, the cynic in me says, well, yeah, great, but Washington just won with a rotation of Max Scherzer, Strasburg, Patrick Corbin. Like, you have to have those guys to win a championship. Right. However... The logical side of me looks back and goes, the Brewers had that exact mishmash, weird rotation, and damn mm-hmm. near gotten in the World Series. Right. You don't even get to the World Series without having the potential to win it. It's they bullpen. beat the Dodgers right. in the NLDS in a seven-game series. We're mm-hmm. winning in game seven and, and let it slip away. Fine. So if you can take a team like the Dodgers who have that kind of stacked rotation with Kershaw and God knows whoever they had in that. Bueller. Right, and um, the, the Maeda. Is Maeda no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. The guy, Ryu. yeah, Ingen he Ryu. went to, you. Yes. did he go to Toronto? Yes. Yes, Toronto. Mm-hmm. For massive money. Yes, he did. But oh, anyway. man. Right. So, I teach my male uh, offspring to throw left-handed. Yeah, teach them. Or, or, uh, or hit the golf club left-handed. There you go. Right. So, so, yes, history says you have to have those Big name, massive Garrett Cole, Cannon yep. starters. However, when you can get that far with this weird thing that the Brewers are doing, you have that potential to win. There's it's there's possible. the difference. You either need to have you need to either eat seven or eight innings from your starting rotation, or you need to eat three or four innings from your bullpen. And right. the Brewers have been built in the in the last five years to eat four or five innings out of their bullpen. Yep. Yep. So anyway. We like that. We like the Brett Anderson. Brett Anderson's good. And it's I like it. It's fine. And again, what if he misses? Oh, well. Oh, well, million. it's cost you $5 million. Right, because they're going to go out next year and sign another Brett Anderson type of person. Absolutely. At $5 million, $5 because million. that's what the market says. Yep. Although, the market next year will go down significantly. Yes, it will. Because they're all going to claim no one's got any money. So That's true. Even though they all have a shit ton of money. Plenty of money. Fucking owners are lying. Yes, they are. <clears throat> Eric Sogard. 
I'm glad to have him back. What's he going to do on the field? No clue. No idea. I literally have no idea about that guy. This He is so strange. Right. I don't... You know what? If there's one constant with Eric Sogard, his wife's got hot. Really? Yeah. I follow her on Twitter, I think. But I don't Probably. know if I've ever taken a... I'm sure she's hot. How uh, many have you? How many MLB wives have you seen that you're like, oh, oh. Uh, don't? No, I don't know. I, they're all fine. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what to expect with him. No. I, you know, but yeah, he'll, he'll play third. He'll play short. He'll play. He'll, he'll play, play second. He'll play. He plays second, primarily second and shortstop. Okay. I thought he played third. Yeah, he played right. some third, but I think yeah. he's primarily middle infield. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we have Eric Sogard. Like, great, I guess. The one, one thing I'll take from this is my kid wears glasses, right. and he loves baseball. And Eric Sogard's, I think, now the only player that actually just wears glasses yeah. when he plays. So, great. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah. Role model. And, and again, a versatile infielder that they pay less than $5 million to. <laughs> right, which is right so, in their okay. formula. And, right. Yeah, exactly yep. what they're going to do. All right. Eric Sogard might hit in all nine spots in the batting order this year. Oh, that's very possible. I mean, yeah, he's, not he's much there. second and third or fourth, but you can't tell me, eh, maybe in the 60-game season, maybe not. Maybe not in, in the 60. 162 season. Right. Uh, he would end up slotted in there at some point because Council's right. a mad scientist. and Right. Uh, right. So anyway, that's yep. him. Now, Brock Holt. I really like him. So excited about Brock Holt for no really good reason other than – the reaction that I saw, especially on Twitter, yes. when Brock Holt left the Red Sox, yes. the reaction of Red Sox fans, it was all, damn it, good luck, Brock. Yes. The, he is a fan favorite. Love. Everything you see about him, everything that uh, that you read about him just exudes this. This is a guy you want in your locker room. Yes. Yep. Love, yeah, love a good locker room guy. Plus, he can play seven positions. Right. Which nothing says Brewers more than locker room, and I can play every position on the diamond. Right. Very excited to see him play. Right. Then we come to Jed Jerko. So I am a huge fan of this guy, only for his um, for his uh, beanbag toss ability and his <laughs> ability to chug beer. Mm. Just, just. That's right. Just he you know what? It, he needs to go ahead and make the team, just because I love the Twitter content. I don't care what kind of a player he is. Well, he chucks the beanbag over balconies in his house. Yeah, he's kind of like a ninja. He's the, a ninja beanbag. with a beanbag, yeah. and he chugs beer. Right. And there is nothing more uh, Wisconsin than chucking a cornhole and sucking down beers. He'll fit right in yes. with, with Brewer fans. Yes, and and he's got an option on his contract, too. Oh, that's right. He does. Mm-hmm. He'll get a – oh, yeah, but it's for $4.5 million. But, but he signed for two million this year, and yeah. if if he's the versatile player that which is what you, Sogard signed for, it's a Sogard contract. It's a Sogard right? contract. He's got a rebound though. Absolutely, he, yeah. So he had a rough. He year had a rough year. year. He was but two hundred, I think. Yeah, but he was hurt a lot. It was so bad. Who knows? Yeah, but who knows? he he's one of those players that you know is a Milwaukee Brewer signing. He yeah. can bounce back he can uh you know at four and a half million dollars if they pick up the club option this is a club option right. this isn't a mutual option right. this isn't a player option it's, never it's a club option the mutuals never get picked up right it, this is a club option for four and a half million dollars if, if 
he can bounce back and be a solid player, he plays every, almost every infield position. Yeah. So at four and a half million dollars, he is no different than Eric Sogard. He's no right. different than Brock Holt. He's no different than any of the other 800 players that have gone through the Brewers locker room that plays multiple infield positions. Was Jed Jerko on the last Cardinals World Series team? Ooh, my gut says yes. But I'm not certain. I'm not sure either. If we he had a stat, if we card. had a stat man that we could, like, we should have a to, stat man. We should get my kid down here and we should the stats. It seems Maybe like a position. seems like longer ago. It seems like longer ago, but he's been around he's for been a little while. Maybe hold was. on. When did the when did the Cardinals uh, win the World Series? Well, it was the year they buzzsawed through the yeah. So he played for St. Louis in uh, from 2016 to 2018. I don't think so then. I don't think they've won it since 2016. That was the David Freeze year when he oh, just won. yeah. It was such a cardinal thing to do. Just find some guy to get hot and roll through the Let's not talk about the Cardinals. What do you hate more, the Cardinals or the Cubs? Cubs. Okay. The Cubs. I hate the Cubs more than the Cardinals, but it's not like a substantial difference. Yeah. Like if both of them decided to get wiped off the face of the earth, I'd be fine well, with I mean, the major a, leagues a without given. the two that's of them. That's not a bold statement. Well, so. I'm not about bold statements. I'm very much the mediocre. Why should this is not the place for mediocre statements. That's true. This is a place to say I wish the Cardinal fans would dip their balls into molten lead and I saw this like uh so I saw a TikTok video. Love you St. Louis. I love the or I saw this uh, TikTok video yep. where they mixed this guy mixed a couple of things together and it created this very bubbly. I think he called it Einstein fluid, but I'm not 100% <laughs> certain, which it was definitely not. So this thing was bubbling, it was boiling and it wasn't on heat or anything, but it was in a glass jar and anything that he put into it like dissolved almost immediately. They threw an entire fucking banana in this container and within 3 or 4 seconds the banana was gone. That sounds I would be okay with the St. Louis Cardinals going in this solution. You know what bothers me about the Cardinals is the arrogance that only they are the caretakers of the game and they play the game the right way. The, the problem with that arrogance is it, they uh, earned it early on. Oh. Whereas whereas the oh, Cubs, yes. the Cubs have not earned a right. fucking thing. Right. Now, no, the... The Cardinals have earned their chops. Like they right. win championships, and their yes. team is always good. I yes. get that. What bugs me about them is that th- there was a there was a game. God, this is how long ago? This is back when uh, Carlos Villanueva was pitching for the Brewers. Oh. The, the immortal Carlos Villanueva pitching against Pujols for yeah. the Cardinals, and it was a you know late inning at bat, and he fanned them with a. Changeup, shocking for shocking. Right. Carlos Vanueva threw a changeup, right? And and he like you know pumps his fist coming off the mound and yeah. And Pools took exception to that. Like, dude, are you kidding me? And it was the right. very next inning that I think Yadier Molina got called out on a close play at first base, took his helmet and threw it on the ground. Yes. It's like okay, so that kind of emotion is okay, but not when we get your guy. Fucking relax. And Pools right. is a guy who offered the ball to the kid, I think, in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, and then pulled it back. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what? 
<laughs> Come on, Bush kind of so bushly. Kind of off topic a little bit, but we'll still with it. Right. Still within the uh the realm of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh. <laughs> My uh. favorite moment in Major League Baseball history occurred when Yadier Molina lost one of his testicles because he got hit in the balls so hard. You know how many times I've watched that on a loop? I, you know what? And and generally speaking, another male getting hit in the balls will make me cringe and I don't want to watch that. Sure. I watched that over and over and over just to know that he needed to spend multiple days in the hospital because he lost a testicle. Right, right. His testicle exploded. That makes oh, that there God. is no all over the inside of his thigh. Oh God. There is no better feeling in the world when I go back and think about oh. Yadier Molina getting his ball te- or just exploded. Just, just destroyed. It was it's, that man will be in Can- uh Canton, Jesus. Cooperstown, Cooperstown someday. Yes, he and deserve deservedly so. He should be. He's one of the best offensive catchers of all time. Right. And that guy has never worn any expression other than a scowl or a smirk. He doesn't smile. Yes. He smirks. He does smirk. He has this smarmy, I'm better than you. It's it's like Ugh. it's like uh uh Dwight and Jim when they describe the bed bug at the hotel. You just got this little smirk and yes. everything is a joke and right. just just he's a bed bug. Yeah, but he's a bed bug. He's a bed bug. But if it's not going his way, then it's like you'd spray pesticide on him, right. and then, he just, <laughs> then he'll bite you. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, Cardinals. Moving on, Alex Claudio. Alex Claudio. So the weird thing about the Alex Claudio signing is he gets rocked by right-handers, and now the new rule is in effect where you have to face, you have to three, face three batters. Three batters. Alex Claudio, didn't we sign him once before? No, no, they traded for him. They threw that's one right. of those other oh, yeah, that's compensatory brown weird selection picks down to Texas, I think, for him. Here's the interesting thing about the Alex Claudio, the only interesting thing about the Alex Claudio signing. The Cubs were interested in Alex Claudio. Okay? To replace Carl Who? Edwards Jr.? Whoever. They were interested in Alex Claudio. They could not match. One year, $1.75 million. Yes. Because the club, the Cubs are overextended in their contracts. Yes. Thank you, you Darvish. What does that tell you about the finances of the Chicago Cubs that you cannot pay $2 million for one pitcher? That is one of my favorite off-season uh, storylines, was that the Cubs couldn't sign any free agent contracts because they've extended or they've extended their budget based on everybody that they've got. The three biggest names they got, Hernan Perez, <laughs> Jeremy Jeffress, Christ, Jason Kipnis. Oh, God. I mean, what are they doing? doing down there that's bad it is bad they're a huge market they're still in the top 10 in power rankings according to espn they probably should be based on their talent but the fact that they can't go out and improve their team they can't at any amount yeah that's brutal woof that's brutal you know what all their starting pitchers by the way are like 31 years old in a 162 game season that's a problem 
it mm. might not end up being that bad for them this year. Right. This this is a gift for the Cubs. It really is. Yeah. I would not be surprised if they another had reason a great why year. COVID sucks fucking balls. It, I'm blaming. It approves. I'm the Cubs. blaming COVID if the Cubs win a World Series. Oh, don't say those words. I'm sorry, but it has to be said. No, it doesn't. It really sorry. doesn't. They also signed David Phelps and Ryan Healy. Moving on. Yeah. I don't know who either of those people are. We can't talk about those. those are. I All thought right. David Phelps was a swimmer. That's Michael. Oh. Might as well be for whatever Okay. Whoops. I went way Options decisions. So Eric Thames, he didn't no, decline the option for it. Yeah, we don't need yeah, to worry about that. that. Oh, wait. They acquired minor league infielder Mark Mathias for Andres Melendez, who I did not know was a part of the Brewer organization. Yay. All right, okay. extensions. This is the so the big the big extension of them, uh, Freddie Peralta. I mean, I mean, obviously, it begins and ends with Freddie Peralta. Will be the cornerstone of this franchise. You know what the, I, you know what I feel that they did with the Freddie Peralta signing. What's I that? feel they improved their farm system. Now hear me yes. out. Hear me out on this. They have no one on their farm system. Literally nobody. There's nobody that anybody wants down there. Right. Your best bet, you dangle Corey Ray in front of somebody. Yeah, I mean, no, they have nobody. They're consistently ranked in the bottom three of farm systems. And maybe it changes with... Um, Since the Christian Yelich trade. Right. The, yeah, right. They, they would find. Which, by the way, um, Brinson was the gem of that farm system. Turns out to be nothing. So they probably yeah. had a nothing farm system to begin with, and nobody knew it. But whatever. Whatever. Anyway, but here it came up, and... People came up, they traded some, they have a shit farm system, it's fine. Yes. So if Peralta gets off to a good start, I do not personally feel Freddie Peralta will ever be an ace. No. I don't think so. I feel he'll pitch as an ace once in a while. Right. If he does anything like that and, and just is mediocre, even through this year or next year, show some promise, whatever. Now you've got this young pitcher yes. and a super Team friendly contract. Five years, fifteen and a half million dollars with two club options. Oh, jeez! Are you kidding me? That you can dangle out there and say, "Take him. We'll bring on your Madison Bumgarner, your yes. whoever. Throw your veteran pitcher for the stretch kind of guy out there." Yes. Uh, do I you would... know what? Do you know what I say to the Freddie Peralta signing? Hmm. Ooh. Nice work. I will drink that all day yes. long. All day long. You will never go wrong with a five-year, $15 million deal on a young guy that throws and at, as well as he does. At the very worst, you're not able to trade him. He becomes a, a seventh or eighth inning bullpen guy right. that throws 100 miles an hour. Freddie doesn't throw that hard. He No, he no, doesn't. he's a 93-mile an hour He's guy. a 93, but he's, he's got the... Uh, uh, he's got the really good breaking ball, though. Right, he's got the fastball and the curveball. Yep. I would like they call him fastball Freddy. Like, really, he throws ninety eight. No, he just throws a shit ton of fastballs. Right. <laughs> which, which should be a late inning kind of guy if right. you don't have a dependable third pitch. But you know he's gonna get four or five starts this year, and or how many opens oh, and God. a few sixth and seventh inning type whatever. He'll be versatile. He'll move them all over, but. If he performs well, he is the trade bait that you dangle yes. to say, look at this contract for the love of God. What can you do with him yes. in this amount of time? I think they improved their farm system by with that major league they really do. signing. 
Yes. Because yep. he, he can't be considered a, a part of the farm system. When you rank the farm oh, system, no. you can't consider him right. because he's a major league or he is a graduated yep. uh, prospect. Right. So, I mean, they're, yeah. Right. I, but I he, like he improved then your trade tradeability, I, I, I guess. But he's got to get off to a good start or, you know, put together a good year. And then in the offseason or the following year, right. he's got to pitch well. I mean, it means nothing if he comes out and pitches to a 5.5 ERA or something. So right. It doesn't matter. There's this other guy that they signed to an extension. They signed someone else? Yeah. Yelly! So, so he, he had two years and $26.5 million left on his contract. So they go ahead and lock him up. The National League MVP, seven years, five hundred million. No, 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 four hundred million. No, no, it wasn't that much. No, it wasn't three hundred. No, no, it wasn't two hundred million dollars. No, either, was it? There, there was a National League MVP that they signed to a contract extension where he was battling for a triple crown, and had he not gotten hurt last season, could have very well been the two-time National League MVP. They signed him to an additional seven years, $188.5 million. Hold on. $188.5 million. I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes has more guaranteed money in his contract than that and that's a football contract what the fuck david stern should have popped every champagne bottle that he has in his wine cellar after signing that extension oh yeah and and that is that is as much and and i don't know look pat on the back like kudos high five to the organization yes. to the city yep. to everybody around him that this guy who in he had two years left this year and two one years more, two years left 20 uh 2020 and 2021 he was on his way to the one of the the, the machado contract the, the bryce harper contract he was a 300 million dollar guy yep could have been a 300 million dollar guy and yet he says no no i'm good where i'm at think about how Think about what that entails. You say, I'm staying in Milwaukee. This is not even just like, I'm just, hey, I'm just out to get paid. Right. He must have some sense of, I have confidence in this organization. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. I like my manager. I like the front office. I like everything that's going on. Because right. if he didn't, all he had to do was ride it out. Right. Ride it out. Keep doing what I'm doing. Keep hitting bombs hitting for average, running bases, playing defense, throwing, doing everything you want from any player, and he would have been yep. swimming in money. Not that he's not, but he took less to stay in the in Milwaukee. Right. I don't want to live in Milwaukee. What is going on in Milwaukee? There's They've got to be spike in the water because Christian Yelich signed at what we can probably figure is a less than market value contract. Completely less than market value. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, not that we're going to get into the NBA in this, for all intents and purposes, sounds like he is willing to stay in Milwaukee and willing to sign for less to be in Milwaukee. He will sign his super max contract, but he could make more if he went off and did the whole like NBA pay structure thing, whatever. Right. What are they feeding these guys in Milwaukee? I have no clue. I've been to Milwaukee. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a pit. Yes. There's a reason why we call it the state of Milwaukee. But it's it's Chicago's attic, and attics usually are nicer oh. than the houses themselves. 
I've seen so many dead bodies in attics before. <laughs> That's Milwaukee. That's Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a dead body. Yes. Why? I don't. I don't know. It's because we're awesome in Wisconsin. And I just so maybe it's the Wisconsin thing. I don't know. And quite honestly, I look. Part of it is you go to the fishbowl of New York, right, or or wherever Chicago. Even like you think Jason Hayward's having a good time with the fans in in, <laughs> the, in Chicago these days? No, probably not. I mean, t- take away the uh, they, they would sign that contract over again every day because he, he they won the World Series. I they get won that. the World Series, but yep. but. Come on, that's not a good tra- contract for your team. Ew. But he took. Oh, do you? I mean, you're. You remember the days when Milwaukee was the absolute armpit of baseball? Yes. The Jeffrey Hammond days. The. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. When Jeremy Burnett's was like your right. savior of the team. Right. When and, Jeff, you expected Jeff Jenkins to carry the team oh, on your shoulders. Oh my God. I mean, th- th- it was a dead end of baseball. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, this guy who could go, literally could go anywhere he wanted, if they would pony up the money, but... Yeah. And this was supposedly in the works since uh, since October, since mm-hmm. Halloween. And you talk about keeping it on the down low. Right. I remember hearing about it for the first time a day or two before... Like, within the week of him signing the contract... All of a sudden, it was big news that, hey, Christian Yelich is looking at signing this contract extension. Right. Uh, like, what? excuse me? Okay. Because, I mean, you and I both thought they had this window with Yelich, right. and that's what drove me so bananas sometimes. Yep. It's like, you have this window. You have to do it. You're a small yes. market. You have to strike now while it's hot. You only have them for It was two, 2021 or bust. Right. Like, you had till 2021, and that was it. Yep. Because Lorenzo Cain was signed through there. Braun was signed through 2020. Your cornerstone pieces of the franchise were signed through 2021. Yep. That's it. Now, all of a sudden, wait a second. <laughs> like, And Christian Yelich becomes your Ryan Braun of the franchise, and you build around him. Get, well, that's so much better than building around Ryan Braun. I guarantee, well, I can't guarantee anything. Well, I was going to say Christian Yelich probably isn't rubbing cream all over himself, but what, did, we're not, we're just we didn't think Braun was either at the beginning, yeah, but whatever. It was fine. So uh, I completely lost my train of thought. But now, so now does, does does Milwaukee, but they're never going to, they're going to keep doing this thing with these smaller free agents and trying to make their right. little moves. But Yelich knows that. So you only see, you you can only guess that when they see a window that's open, the Brewers are going to go out and sign a Yasmani Grandal. They're going to go out and right. sign a Mike Moustakas. They're going to compete for one year. Yelich is getting his money. Yeah. And realistically, even if the Brewers fall flat on their face and become the fifth best team in the National League Central again, nobody's going to say, oh, fuck you, Christian Yelich. We hate you. Because the team, oh. uh, the fan base is going to love Christian Yelich, whether or not oh. he bats... 300 and bat, or hits 40 home runs and wins uh, 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 MVP awards, or he becomes a 230 batter hitting 20 home runs and becomes the, the very mediocre star that Brian Braun has become. Right. Because Christian Yelich has done so much for the for the team already. Yep. So he, he's got it made. The yes. next nine years of his career, he doesn't have to do a goddamn thing and the city of Milwaukee is going to love yep. him. Just go and be Christian Yelich. Right. It's fine. There's no way that you get that in New York. There's no way you get that in LA. There's no way you oh, get no. that in any of the big cities. No, because if, if you bring that contract to those cities, you're expected to win. Yes. There's not an expectation to win. No. 
we got sick, I think, of seeing our stars go away. Right. Get good, go away. Get good, go away. We trade them when they're young. Get get rid of them. This is a guy who bought into the city. Yes. And I think, therefore, Wisconsin being Wisconsin will therefore buy into him and say, you're our guy. Right. How many Yelich jerseys are you going to see now? Parkley, you didn't see enough already. There's two hanging up in my closet right now. Yeah, I'm wearing one as we speak. I purchased um, in the last eight months. So. The ballsiest jersey that I ever saw at Miller Park was last year, a Yasmani Grandal jersey. And not That's, like a cheap jersey shirt. It was a straight-up, authentic Grandal jersey. There's <laughs> no way I pay $300 for Good that. Good Lord! Everybody knew, like, how do you pony up that kind of... There was no way he was signing long-term no. at all. He was. This was a pit stop to show that he's still the catcher that he was not in the playoffs. Right. Oh, man. I, I love Christian Yelich. What a... Yeah. I, David's, I mean, David Stern... David Stern's oh, a genius. Jesus. I, and I don't, I don't care if he doesn't win a championship because that's a far reach for this franchise to do that. You, you can't consider it... No, you a compete. failure if he doesn't if if they don't win. We you look compete. for playoff appearances. Right. It's it's like being the the coach of the Wisconsin Badger football team. Right. You don't judge it on whether or not he wins a national title. Sorry, no. you're not Alabama. You're not. You go to the Clemson, Rose Bowl. You're not, right. The Rose Bowl is your is your national yes, championship. Exactly. Win that's the no NL different. Central. That's yep. what you do. You win the division. You make it to the playoffs. That is what the Brewers' expectations are. Yep. And if they do anything more than that, that's bonus. By all means. And maybe they get that one special season where everything mm-hmm. clicks right and they end up winning. Awesome. But I, I, I can't judge them. Be the Florida Marlins for a year. Right. God. Two years. Marlins did that two years. How weird is that? You know who the who one of their players were? Bobby Bonilla. And? Well, Craig Council. Council. <laughs> well, they had a lot of players. <laughs> So does your mom. All right, we're back. Justin just destroyed my bathroom. Now we're in it completely useless for the next, I don't know, three days at least. Thanks for that. I am now more engaged than I was in the last hour and a half. (laughs) Oh, good. At at what cost, sir? At what cost? You'll find out the next time you go in your bathroom. Oh, God. Not going in there. Send my kid in there. Yeah, just run in there and check on something. If it comes out like gagging and puking, I'll know it's not good to go in. <laughs> so we've lost. Uh, we don't want to talk about the uh, departure of Gio Gonzalez. <laughs> I, I feel like know, we talked right. about that with one of the other departures. <laughs> every other, every other single short-term yeah, pitcher he that, did, that they've he had. He did very well did very in well. Brewery's uniform. Yes, he did fine. He's not a stud. He's no. not He's not irreplaceable. He's a Brewer pitcher. <laughs> he's a Brewer's pitcher. Yeah. yeah. We didn't no. talk about Brandon Woodruff, but there was absolutely nothing in the offseason to talk about with Brandon Woodruff. No, there wasn't. Well, if we're talking about offseason, then that's not a no. It's not a thing. Like We don't need to talk about Brandon Woodruff. No. All right. So we're moving on? We're moving on, I think. What are we moving on to? The beer? The beer. The beer. Okay. We so haven't we, we haven't even mentioned other than the like the brief little blurb sh- at the very beginning and the cracking of the beers as we went on, we haven't even mentioned this league night Door County Brewing log- Lager. Yeah. Four point two percent alcohol. Four point two. 
It's a lager. It's not it's an IPA. Lager. It's going to be your 4.2. It's that's about what Miller Lite is, right? It's a 4.2 somewhere yeah, in there. Just about that. I don't know. You buy it from Minnesota. I didn't. And that's like 1.1 or some bullshit. We're not even talking about Minnesota beer. They don't have beer in Minnesota. That's true. It's yeah, it's alcoholic it's water. Whatever it is. Um, barely alcoholic water. Barely alcoholic water. Uh, I don't know. What did you think? I thought it was fine. It's fine. Fine. I didn't dislike it. I didn't dislike it. It's not going to be something that's going to be a part of my regular drinking repertoire. No. Um, it was a very good, um, let's sit around and bullshit about the brewers and drink yeah, six of yeah. them. Yeah, it was like the <laughs> the perfect beer if you're starting a podcast. It really that's was. Your, your perfect, perfect beer for it. Um, so I, I sort of think I have an inherent bias against beer that only comes in 12-ounce cans now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like after drinking, because every craft beer now seems like it's sold in 16-ounce yep. pints. Yep. So now when I get, you know, a 12-ounce pint, it's like... Your White Claw comes in 19.6-ounce cans. Uh, 17.2. No, I think it's more than that. Is it? Yeah, it's more than that. Well, maybe. It's I don't shy, know. It's just shy of 20. Really? Well, whatever. I, it just feels like it's, I don't know, it's missing something. And that, that something missing is more beer. It's more beer. Right. It's more beer. I have to crack open a can more often than I would at a 16-ounce pint. Right. So does that make you more of an alcoholic that you're drinking? Like, I drank six beers last night. Whereas I can drink like, you know, if I drink I, like one crawler. I only say, hey, drank, I, beer. I only opened ounces. one beer last night. Right. I only opened one beer. It could be a 7.8. It 64 ounces, but I only opened one beer. Right. And it's an IPA that's like 7.8% alcohol. And then you wake up the next day feeling like a well, you've German got a, stomped on your head. Yeah, you got a smoke head uh, container over there that looks like what I would feel <laughs> the next morning. Like a skull, an empty skull. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we we like the, the League Night Lagers, nothing wrong with that. I remember bringing back like several of their other beers. They had yeah. they had good beers. They, it's a very good brewing company. Yep. Um, it's one of the fewer or fewer brewery comp- brewing companies in Door County. If you're gonna go around and um, sample alcohol from up there, chances are you're drinking wine. Well, yeah, that's the thing. So if you want a craft beer from Door County, when you go to Door County, is that the only one that's there? Unless there's something down in the Sturgeon Bale Goma area that we've never been to. Oh no, um, dude, uh, shipwrecked. Shipwrecked, but, but they don't it's not I mean, it's not as extensive as uh Door County Brewery is. Right, yeah, that's true. So Shipwrecked has their five or six and, and maybe they've expanded that since Al Capone's uh dead um offspring burned down the building down, a couple right. of years ago. Didn't we go to it after they rebuilt it or was it the yeah, last well do you remember when we were up in the upper deck? Yeah, Wasn't we did. A, yeah, we, we did go there. there. It was like the second day that they were open after it burned down. Was it really? Yeah, it wasn't even well, like a full open. It was like a uh, soft open weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't have everything right. on the menu. That's right. We were there with your uh, your ex-wife. Yeah, there was some hot chick in the next uh, booth <laughs> over from us. <laughs> Booths I, were fantastic. I, I don't remember that. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think we we reviewed our beer. We've talked about the Brewers off season. The beer is fine. My, it's fine. I, yeah. it's it's nothing. It's nothing special. It's not gonna you know knock the socks off. It's no, not, I, I, I it's think not it, bad. I think it's, if you're looking at it in the case, 
I wouldn't say don't get it. Right. It's worth trying. Yeah, absolutely worth and, trying. And you know what? Maybe it is your substitute to a Miller Lite or Bud Light at some point. Yeah, it's definitely not a Miller Lite or Bud Light. There's more flavor. There's to way it more that. flavor. To yeah, it. Oh. but the alcohol volume. I'm saying, if you oh, if yeah. you've got, uh, if you're typically an IPA guy that you're gonna or girl, and you get the six, seven, eight percent beers, and you just really want to drink a light beer, mm-hmm. if you don't like the Bud uh, Bud Light, the Bush Light, the uh, Miller Light, and you want something with more flavor, this is probably a good substitute. Yes, for that. I w- yes, absolutely. There's more flavor. Flavor. Uh, yeah, I'm. Six brews in. Um, okay, so we covered it. Covered our beer. Covered the off season. We're good to go. Yeah. All that's left to do, I think, is to talk about what we would do. And this, we're going to try to make this a regular segment. I think we should end our podcast on this. Yeah. Is what we would do to David Gruber if we had him in a room for ten minutes. So anybody <sighs> who is at all familiar with Brewers baseball and now even Bucks basketball fucking fuck what even God. makes it worse about that anyway backing up so david gruber is the attorney personal injury attorney in milwaukee who is a huge sponsor for the brewers the bucks god knows who else milwaukee admirals are they even, are they even a thing anymore i don't no, know no. i'm sure his He's probably his goonie mug is all over any arena in milwaukee at any time do we want to listen to what he says? It's just, on YouTube. Yeah, just, just... I don't think we have to, like... We don't have to pay him anything for this. I don't know. Who it's knows? free advertisement. Fuck you, David Gruber. Scintillating radio. What are you doing? If you've been injured, call oh. Gruber Offices. One call, that's all. Oh God, and that's not even the the, the worst no. one when he gets so Oh that oh. that was as tame as it gets. Yes. David Gruber that is as tame as David Gruber will ever that, get. So the, I swear he, for the like the seven people that are listening to this right now, that was free advertisement for him. Oh absolutely. Call that guy if you get hurt in a car crash, for God's sake. But it's every commercial break. Sometimes, multiple times, you have to listen to that goon. I'm not saying his tagline. One call, that's all. Yeah, that's it. It's to the point where my, my kids absolutely hate him. They despise hearing that. They just can't stand it. And it makes me, even beyond the annoying aspect of it, it was annoying enough when uh, Hupie and Abraham <laughs> were every other commercial. And What's- he had... With uh, 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 William Shatner, yeah, William Shatner, William Shatner, which was clearly recorded 15, 20 years ago. God. And there's the let's just keep going. We paid Shatner, we're gonna use Shatner. Ugh, so they, they keep rolling up there. Well, thank God, Hubie and Abraham backed out, they must not be sponsors anymore. And Gruber stepped in to fill that void. Thanks a lot. And as annoying as it is, it makes it feel like when you watch a Brewers broadcast, and I get it, they're a small market team. You don't have these massive companies that want to buy advertising time. You have to take what you can get. Right. But when you watch those broadcasts and every other commercial is a personal injury lawyer pimping their spine injuries. It's another guy who's standing in a quarry for God knows <laughs> what reason holding yes. a human spine yes. for no reason whatsoever oh, talking about so back brutal. injuries. It feels like you're watching an episode of the people's court and next should be a, a commercial for yes. peace tree settlements. And if yes. you have a structured sh- settlement, because they know that it's just people sitting on their dead asses at home. God, normal- a structured settlement and I need cash now. Wetworth. 
Yeah. Oh, right. So that's what it turns every brewer broadcast in. It just cheapens the living hell out of it. Like I said, I get it. They got to take the money where they can get it. Fine. But that doesn't mean that I can't just think about what I would do to David Gruber. But I just had him, and I've decided what it is. What is that? I don't want to get violent and like drop his testicles into a blender or anything like that. Mm. You remember better than anyone the episode of The Office. Yes. Where Dwight and Michael have a fight in Dwight's dojo. Yes. And Michael (laughs) finally. I know where you're going with this. He finally pins him down. And he starts hocking up a loogie. (laughs) And he starts, open your mouth. Open your mouth. And he's going to spit in his mouth. Because you know that Gruber would have no way to escape your iron fist. And you could just spit right into his mouth. Because that's what I feel like he's doing to me. Every time he comes on and says his stupid little tagline that hasn't changed in three years. Yes. And 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 when he's wearing his stupid little brewer's track coat, holding a baseball bat, oh, which I'm surprised. Yes. I'm honestly surprised that his hands are the right direction. Yes. Yeah, that they're, they're not, not he's not like doesn't have his, his right hand down below. You mean like putting a golf club on your or a golf glove on your right hand and sit when you're a right hand. It's a golf glove, glove, by the way, and go Fuck yourself. On the wrong, like, anybody wrong can hand. do that. That's not a not a whatever. Putting the golf glove on the wrong hand. <sighs> anyway, that's what I would do to Gruber. I would pin him down and hock a loogie into his open mouth. That's really good. And that's sort of uh funny that you picked an office segment because as I was thinking about this, um <laughs> uh, my my torture to David Gruber is also an office reference. And it in, it is uh, uh, surrounded by or or encompasses um, Dwight and um, Jim's uh, snowball fight. So when uh, Dwight oh. smashes or when Jim smashes uh, Dwight in the face with a snowball fight or with snowball uh, in the middle of the first snowfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dwight then challenges him to a snowball fight at the first true snowfall of the season. Yep. And Jim accepts. And then it just turns into an all-out assault, oh. both physical and mental. A psychological. Yes, to, to, to Jim, yes. where he is beating up snowmen because he thinks Dwight's hanging out in them. Right. Uh, to opening up packages that he thinks is from his wife (laughs) that turns out to be a spring-loaded snowball. (laughs) I would want this to be as psychologically draining to David Gruber as it is physically draining to him. Because that's what he's doing to us. Right. Because it's it's not causing me physical pain listening to him, but it is a chill in the back of my skull and down my spine that can only be... satisfied with similar psychological torture yes and him not knowing when an ice cold snowball is going to smash him in the face and cause him to bleed is what i want for him and there's no way that little goober's ever been hit by a snowball like a real snowball. no his mom never let him outside as a kid like he was an inside kid Swear to God. But if he wants to buy advertising time on this podcast. Absolutely. I mean, well, I absolutely. David Gruber is the coolest that. thing ever absolutely. if he wants we, to pay us for it. David. Love you, buddy. I'm fine with it. All right. Well, have we covered it, Justin? Are we good to go? This was a very successful pilot uh, launch of this podcast. Excellent. We'd like to thank all of our relatives who have tuned in and 
listen to this podcast. We thank you for your support, both of you. Yeah, and and Ben. And, and Ben. Ben. And Ben. Yep. Our boss who's gonna listen someday. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right, signing off. Three brews in. Three brews in. <laughs>